Welcome to Technically Short. I'm Sean and I'm Thomas. And today's episode is going to be sort of like a review of other episodes, so it's really good. So stay tuned, and um, we're about to start right now. All right. Yeah, so like Sean said, this is a recap where we're still in the Perfectly Imperfect series on excellence, and we decided it would be a good idea to look back at the past episodes that we've had with Brandon, Mike, Josh, and Michaela so far, and just kind of pick out we picked out like some of the best le- the lessons that we that like stuck with us personally like and separately and we dive and we'll dive in a little deeper into each one of those things so uh sean why don't you bring up your what, what's your first thing that, uh lesson that you got up okay um so i'm gonna take my first um lesson which is michaela's and it was don't strive but seek right so like we should be seeking for what God has for us, not striving to be a, a certain um, person. And that's what brings excellence. So like if we seek what God has for us or for a person who doesn't believe in God, a person, if you seek what is the best for you, then you will be able to be excellent. Well, I, I, I have the same thing written down that you described. That's always because that's what we bring up in like every episode. <laughs> we always <laughs> talk about striving versus seeking aspect of excellence. Now that Michaela brought it up, and um, I have written here the negative. It's the negative connotations that some people could start to believe if they are always striving. They want to. They want to get to that that next big thing so badly that everything else falls to the wayside. Your friends, family, other responsibilities, etc., and then they burn out. Like it's the it's the striving that it's a constant. It's like if you're strive if you're striving for like if it's a, if you think financial, if you're if you're all you're striving for is to have more money, then you'll never be satisfied. And you're just, and all you want is that next uh, promotion. That like we talked about that with Mike. Yep. Uh, you know, yes, you're, you're just want that next promotion. You want that next that that next step up. You want that like that title change and. But that never ends. There isn't, and there's, there's no, there's no satisfaction to that. And so, like, really striving versus seeking is more like it's seeking, like Sean said, it's seeking who you're being called to be. But not just seeking who you're called to be, but also kind of like bleeding into what Josh, I think Josh was talking about a little bit, is like instead of, instead of seeking for that end goal. It, 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 it focus on what you're doing in the current moment and focus on for, it's the journey versus the destination, right? Like you're stri- you're striving. You're, if you're striving in the wrong way, then you're going to burn out. You're going to, your life's going to go down instead of up. But if you're, it, but if you're in your striving, you are actually seeking, then what you're seeking for, like Michaela brought up is like, you're seeking God out. You're seeking who he is and how you can be more like him and be a more, and be more successful, be a more successful person, be a more successful person of faith. And what that means is for those who aren't of faith, that means like you're doing what essentially doing what you believe God is telling you to do without, uh, and I get that that might seem kind of uh, weird to people that don't uh, believe in God, and that's okay. And I think for people that maybe don't believe in God, that seeking part would be more like I'm seeking, I'm seeking improvement. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, see, I'm seeking to grow. I'm, I, I'm not just seeking 
for the end result. I'm I'm not just seeking or striving for that end result. I'm seeking I'm seeking out what how how I can be better and how I can better be a better servant to other people. Yeah, sounds good too. Um, my second point was um, I love when Josh said this. He said, "Don't fall in love with the fruit. Fall in love with the root." So I bring this back to what you were saying, Thomas. That was like nail on a on its head. Um, we can't fall in love with the product. We gotta fall in love with the product maker. We gotta fall in love. Yeah, that's good. We, we I, I, I just honestly think that like, oftentimes we always are worried about the end goal. But if we, like you said, fall in love with the destination, but even more than that, it's like your focus is on the root. For us Christians, the root is God, which is Jesus, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the Father. And when you fall in love with that, you become the person you were always meant to become because you're not worried about, okay, the person I'm supposed to become um, without having a foundation. Yeah. I was uh, reading um, Dave Ramsey yesterday. Really good stuff. Um, And it's like when life tests you, and it will. It'll test all of us. Believers, non-believers, all that. But the foundation that you build on determines everything. And this is why it's so important to fall in love with the root over the product. Because if you just have the product and you don't have a strong enough root, when the storms of life happen, and they will, you just fall. It's like the three little pigs. The one little um pig, he built his house on hay. The other... Little pig built his house on sticks. The third one was had a strong foundation. He built his house on bricks. So when the storms of life happened, the other two pigs had to move in with the the little the biggest brother, the wise one, because he had a good foundation. So fall in love with the root. No, that's that's really good, John. Like I again had the same thing written down <laughs> uh, for John, and but like um, one thing that uh, I want to say, like having the having the good foundation and like we like we said we, we say that as christians that our foundation is in jesus christ and it's what we believe like what we call the rock we call like uh, we call the rock like whether i'd rather have their foundation built on a rock than built on sand and sand is like it's always shifting it's like you can never really get a good a good foot get a good fitting footing if you've been to the beach you know what i'm talking about but what if you're on a rock if you're on, if you're standing on a rock, it's a lot easier to get a grip. It's yeah, a lot easier. So it's a lot. E- it's a lot easier to, um, like hold your ground. And diving a little bit deeper into what we're talking about, the process, like when you're focusing on the when you're focusing on the journey, like you want you want to focus on the journey because that's where the growth actually happens. Like the destination is just it is just the end result of your of the growth that you've experienced like you're going to grow either way whether you're like but you're going to grow a lot more effectively if you're actually focusing on the growth itself and it's depending on what you're going to actually going to grow in and like i think sean already kind of mentioned this but as you grow as you grow as a person your roots get deeper into who you are and who jesus is calling you to be because going back to michaela if you're seek if you're seeking out who you're being called to be versus like just some rudimentary thing that rudimentary goal of like having more money or like 
you can't you say something like, like, or like, I wanted to say like lose weight, but you can definitely lose enough. There's an end to that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I think you guys get what I'm saying. Like, you don't want, like, you want to, you want to, you want to focus on, you want to focus, whenever you have that foundation, especially while you're on that journey, when that journey isn't even, it's not going to be easy because, like if you're growing, that means you're you, that means you're getting into uncomfortable situations, mm. and it's not going to be easy. Which means you have to have a solid foundation under your foot in order to, and not just in order to, like so you don't fall. Like, whenever you fall down, it's easier to get back up. But also because cause you will fall, you will fall down. Like it, it happens. That's life. Yeah. But like, absolutely, you'll fail, and then the, like failure though is it just a learning process. So failing though is just a learning process. There's a book I want to get by John Maxwell because called sometimes uh, you win and sometimes you learn. And I'm like, I want to get that book. <laughs> I want to get all of his books. But um, but yeah, I think going forward, if you're like wanting to grow in a certain aspect of your life, look at what your foundation is in. And then if your foundation, if your foundation is your friend, maybe your foundation is your friends, maybe, and maybe they're constantly shifting. Maybe your foundation, maybe like, and you might not know what your foundation is and that's okay. But maybe you're like, may, think about like, what is the core of my life right now? What, is, what do I set things on top of? Like, where, where what do I, how do I learn? What, 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 where am I learning these like new things? Like it could, your foundation could easily be to some somebody on social media, sure. somebody, some influencer, and that's not, that that's terrible. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna be honest right now. Uh, like there are great people and great people at church at our church, great people at just great people around the globe that are like they're focusing on teaching growth. Yeah. So so yeah, guys. I don't love, 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 love the root, but be in love with the, but don't love the fruit, be in love with the root. I messed it up. <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> um, you care if I start this one off? Yeah, no, you can start that off. Um, so for Mike, for Mike, I, uh, he had two things and it caught both Sean and I off guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing is if the people, uh, this one didn't, if you're leading people, uh, if you're, if we talked about leadership. And we're like leadership excellence in that leadership. And if the people you are leading are being successful there and you're doing something right and doing it right. But he then he said this. He said, if you're doing more than the people you're leading, you're doing something wrong. And we were like, what are you talking about? So true. <laughs> you know, I, um, I have right here, like, I, I take this to mean that you as a leader set your followers up for success. You give them the tools, the vision, and direction. However, you don't do things for them. You let them fail, learn, fail, and learn. And you you be their guide and their servant, but not their detriment. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you not or I should say you can you be their guide and their servant, but not to their detriment. So like you don't like a like you know like a leader knows knows more than before. Yeah, a leader should know. A good leader knows more than before the people that he's leading, and then when he he and then he or she can hand that off, can be like, "This is the plan. This is this is the vision. This is what we're working towards." And the leader though doesn't 
necessarily execute every little tiny thing. Because if they did, they wouldn't be able to work on. They wouldn't be able to work on people development. They wouldn't be able to do. Uh, we they wouldn't be able to take the time to do the, uh, for growth that they need to take in or, so that they can pass that growth on to their followers that who are act, who are taking that time who are taking their time to pursue the vision. So like there's work to there's work to be done. So like uh, there's work to be done, and uh, the leader can't do it all. That is so good. And like when um, I had to think about it for a little bit after, especially even after the recording was done, I was like, "What the heck did that mean?" <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So like when I when I take this means, I actually have thought at the same point. Um, which is so crazy in my head because my whole life I was taught like a leader works harder than everybody else. A leader does this, and a leader does that. And Mike brought such a good point of, like, the leader shouldn't be working harder than everybody else. Why? Because if you're leading well, the people are already bought in. And if people are bought in, they're going to work just as hard as you so they can achieve whatever goal that is set, right? Achieve whatever standard of excellence is put out there if they're bought in. But see, that's the thing. A lot of times when people are leading, they're leading to people who don't actually want to follow. So if a person who's follow not want to follow, then you have to put in extra effort. And then you have to try to get this person, persuade this person to get their mindset on the goal to be achieved. But when people are bought in, they naturally want to achieve the same goal. Mm-hmm. And if they're naturally wanting to achieve the same goal then the hard work should be shared among everybody, the leaders and everybody. So it makes a lot of sense when I thought about it that way versus the first way when I was taught as a kid is like, okay, all leaders work harder than everybody else and everybody else just follows the leader. And then it's like, Hmm. but now my mindset is completely different. And it was shout outs to Mike, shout outs to Thomas, because it's like, yeah, that question itself was so deep than the understanding. It's just, wow. And like, and don't, don't take this to mean that like the leaders don't work hard. Yeah. Because they do and the like leaders need to work hard. And it's because, and it's because of their hard work that the, that their, that the followers know what to work hard on. Right. And because they're, they might not be working on the same things that their followers are working on, but it's all working to, towards the same vision. Like in the beginning before a leader is a leader and they don't have any followers, they're putting in all of this time, putting all this time and all of this, all of this effort into all this time and all of this effort into like, um, into building this vision out. And like they have, like have, they have the vision and they're like, I need, I'm working, I'm working towards, um, growth. I'm, I'm growing myself. I'm, and then like, I'm growing myself. I'm growing, the, I'm growing myself that I'm growing, I'm maintaining and I'm maintaining, but also, um, watching as my vision changes as I grow. And when it gets to the point where some people come alongside of you, because they're not below, they're beside. Yeah. And people come alongside of you that you're leading, then you can be like, okay, this is like, this is what I've learned. This is all the work, the, the front end work I put in that nobody else has seen. And that this is what the vision now is. And if the, and, and like, like Sean was saying, if those people are like, are coming alongside to follow you, or there's in that they weren't they weren't just hired. Uh, sometimes like, like, if you're if sometimes if they are hired, obviously like you like there's business uh, business leaders things like that, and people buy into their vision, want to work for the company, and like 
then they and they work in whatever area of whatever area that their gifts are most pertinent for for that vision to be successful. And it's like with it with a church within the church, we say we are one body, but we are all different parts. So good. And so like if the leader's the head. And the leader is, leader's like, okay, we're like, it has the brain. It's like, we're going this way. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Like, then the, like, the, per- the people that want to do, like, like, let's, say, let's stick to business real quick. Bus- like, uh, marketing. Yeah. Some people are going to do the marketing. Some people, some people are, are, some people are going to do outreach. Some, uh, some people are going to be speaking. Some people are going to be, uh, some people are, are going to be, uh, sell, some people are salesmen. Like, there's going to be, there's so many different aspects to a, any of the, any vision that a leader not only, like, a leader can't do it by themselves, uh, in order to enact a big vision. So, like, that's what I like in my in depth, uh, in depth kind of breakdown of what that one sentence uh, means. Yeah. Of, like, if, you, if you're doing more than the people you're leading, you're doing it wrong. It means like it kind of goes all the way back down to or uh, over to like what Michaela was saying uh, and Josh and um, Brandon too. Like you can get to the if you're trying to do everything, you're going to burn out and you're going to fail. Yeah. So you need other people alongside you that are going to work just as hard, if not harder, than you. Yep. Agreed. One hundred percent agreed. Um, my next point would be, um, I'm taking this quote from my. My mentor, Pastor Brandon, he said, we are a byproduct of our friends, our community. So it's like, wow. Um, Thinking about that, you really keep your eyes open. In his episode, he was talking about like how he had to eliminate certain friend groups or move away from that area just because of the byproduct. Because people have to see and be bought in. So your friend group is very important. Your circle is very important. You can't let everybody speak into you. You can still be friends with that person. It's not saying you that you can't, but what I'm saying is that your circle should be wise counselors, advisors, mentors, people who can give you experience and knowledge that you didn't have to help you in situations. People who can speak life into your situation. People who can help you in areas where you lack. That's what you really want as your as your circle. You can have other friend groups as well, but as your circle, it should be like you should have your as your main circle, I would say, is people your who are advising you and then you can have a circle underneath that where you're helping other people or and then the, you can have a circle like, you know, like in the the way I see it is like you have your um mentors you have your peers, and then you should have people you're discipling. Yeah. So I I think that was wise when he had told me told us about that in his episode. So yeah, I think like trying going off of that, like there, like you, like you, you, if your inner circle, like we're talking about, we've talked about inner and outer circle, but if your inner circle are people that aren't lifting you up and aren't growing you, then you need to get a new circle. Yeah. And that's kind of what Brandon was alluding to. Like you, like moving away from different friend, moving away from different friends, friend, uh, friend groups and different, uh, and certain people in order, in order to, like, to be able to surround yourself with others. Cause you can only spend so much time with people. Right. And so now it's like, like, who are the people that are pouring into your life? 
who are the people that you can pour in, like, who are the people that you can pour into them, they can pour into you, and so you can grow each other. And then your outer circle is, like, the people that you kind of, that you can, you can still talk to, and they're still really good people, and they can still grow you, but they're not the people that you maybe tell all the most pertinent details of your life to. But they're still really good people that you want to surround yourself with. And I do like the point, though, that you've made it a few times throughout the episodes of, um, of the three, the three layers of influence and where it's, uh, not just, it's not just, uh, top down. Yeah. It's, it's not like, like you, you, you don't just look below you and be like, I can mentor these people down here and bring them up. But you also look up and be like, who can, men- who can mentor me? Yeah. Because you're not like, nobody's perfect in everything. So there's always going to be something you can be mentored in. So I think that was a really good point to bring up. Um, my thing I got from Brandon, this was the first different one we had, um, is if you see the gold in someone, you speak the gold. Ooh. And it kind of goes along the same lines because it goes down to your discipling point. And if you see the gold in someone, speak the gold. Like, he, like, cause I mentioned it, like, he's, he said, like, Josh mentioned this in his episode about Brandon. Like, he saw something in him. I've, and I've had this experience as well. And I'll talk about that in a second. Like, the, Josh was like, he, I, I, he just said he was just somebody who was quiet, who was shy, but Brandon saw something in him that, where he was like, he's got, he's got, like, he saw something in him and he didn't even know what it was yet. Mm. He was like, there's something to this guy. And then he started discipling him and started speaking it out. And like, that's what I think a lot of us should be able to do a lot more of is exalting each other and, and pointing out to, pointing out the, uh, like we see something good and we tell you and we tell you about it and we're, and we're like oh and like for me it's like it's like you like you notice something you, you notice that thing like that's just something I do all the time it's not special to me and but someone else notices it and they're like wow that's really cool that like like Sean like it's really cool that you're like like you're so good at like talking to people about the Lord like you're so good at like. You're so good at like looking, uh, having those conversations with people that maybe otherwise wouldn't have had that, uh, maybe by and off I had that opportunity that day. Mm. And like, that's something that you're really good at. And like, um, and obviously I, I believe you know that you're good at that and you lean into that. And I don't think, and I, um, so like that's something that you guys with your friends can start doing it. And I feel like you don't just wait for somebody to do it to you. You also, you just go forward and do it to others. And when people notice that, like that kind of stuff, it's contagious. So you just, you keep speaking, you see the gold, you speak the gold. Uh, but the other one was whenever he actually, Brandon, uh, defined the excellence. Cause they all had their different ways to define excellence. But uh, Brandon first started off with what saying, what's saying, like what excellent isn't. Excellence isn't, isn't words. Um, he said it's not perfection. It's, it's it's like it's don't live a life uh performance based life or and like um pursuing everything and like, what what it is is pursuing everything Jesus has called you to pursue. And this is stuff that kind of has been said already, but like it's not perfection. So good. It's like that's how you burn out. It's how you like when you're striving for like that trying for that one goal of having so much money that you let all those things fall to the wayside and you're trying to be perfect and you're trying to be so good that like man if i can make ten thousand dollars if i can make ten thousand dollars like then like like that would be great so how do i get how do i make this ten thousand dollars what do i have to do 
to just like, and that, that becomes the main focus and then everything else falls off. And that, and, and I mean every, everything, like the good and the bad, or actually the good will fall off. The bad will get, my, bad might end up getting amplified. Um, the actually, I want to go back. Sorry, I know. I'm no, about, no, this is really good. I'm enjoying it. But I want to go back to, like I said, I was going to talk about how somebody saw the golden me. Yeah. And I forgot and then I remembered again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, this happened, this happened a few years ago whenever Pastor Kells, um, who's now in the, uh, down in Georgia, right? Yeah, in Athens, I believe. Yeah. And like, um, he, whenever I started leading production, uh, leading production team is because he came up to me after like, uh, I was serving with him to get, um, our, his message out during COVID and I was helping set up his tech equipment. And it was like the second time we were back in person for a service, uh, on a Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day we were having when we came back. And he, he just comes up to me right afterwards and say, Hey, Thomas, can you build me a production team? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I was like, I never did this before, but I'll try. I went and grabbed two friends and like, here you go. Here's our team. It was like five minutes. <laughs> he was like, Oh, that was fast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could build a team. I build a team. <laughs> and, uh, and like, but it was, it was that moment that like, like, it, like I, I'm just, that was years ago. And now, like 20, whatever time, what year was that? 2021 when we were allowed to come back and yeah, be humans again. <laughs> it was weird because the first coming back, we had to still have masks on, remember? Yeah. It was annoying. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the, but I'm still doing production today. I'm still I'm leading a team in Aspire Collective. And I was, like, for a time, I was, I was even, I was, I was part-time with the church, uh, um, called the production lead for our East Campus. And, like, and, like, guys, like, when, whenever you speak something, whenever, like, he didn't even have to speak it. He just, he, he just, like, he just put me in position because he saw something. He, he said, he just, like, gave me a role because he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. I didn't, like, I always knew I kind of, like, thrived in leadership positions. But, like, yeah, I always liked them, even growing up. And we talked about that in past episodes. But, like, but I never really, I never, like, volunteer-wise, I never put myself in that position. And it took, and, like, and then, like, so Kells, like, was, like, the first person to do that. And he was, like, and was, like, hey, are you going to do this? And then, like, Pastor Ed started doing that as well. It's, like, he was, like, he was the first person to talk to me about possibly joining the production team and being paid for that. And... Like, and then I got to go to Philly, uh, the production there. And I, like, it, it just opened up, it opened up so many experiences to me that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And that's like, that's why you need to speak to go down to people. So good. Because if you, like, cause like, like, if you don't, nothing's going to happen. And like, so nothing bad will happen, but nothing good will happen either. But so like, whenever you do, like, only good can come out of that and only good for that person. And it would be, it's not, and it's not just for that person, it's also for you. Cause whenever you, you can see like, you, like you see that out in somebody, when you speak to somebody, tell them, you exalt them in the things that you see the, like that goal that they see, that you see in them, like that changes, that shifts your heart even more every time you do it. Absolutely. It causes your heart, it makes it easier the next time. Oh, so, so good. So you keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep pouring into people and allowing, also making sure you're important into it as well, obviously. But like, guys, that's like, like for me, that's like one of the pinnacle points of our series so far. Yeah, absolutely. It's like excellence and like we, like excellence isn't just striving for the things 
<laughs> Excellence isn't just striving uh, or striving or even seeking the things out for ourselves. It's not about us. It's about the people that are like our visions and our goals will affect and for the for the better. So whenever for excellence isn't just being like trying to reach a goal and doing that excellently. It's like we said before, it's exceeding expectations. Most people do not expect to be ex- be exalted for something that they that they done that they may might think is normal to them. Like that that is an excellent thing to do. Yeah, if I could speak on that for a second. Yeah, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that I think that's good. I was just gonna say, Thomas, you do that so well. That's actually what I was about to speak on. Is like God has given you the power to not like just be a leader and just like certain people when they just become a leader, they're like, oh, okay, great, I'm in charge, I'm better than everybody else. But like Thomas, your heart's never been that way. Like when God puts you in leadership positions. Your goal is always like, okay, how can I help to serve this other person? How can I do that? And I think it comes down to what God calls us all to be leaders, right? But a lot of people don't realize that that they're called to be leaders, so they don't know how to. But I love how the fact that you are able to just like speak into people and then you you're raising up people and you're serving people because it comes down to what God calls all humanity to do which is to love god with all your heart mind soul spirit everything and then love people when you truly love people you're able to say okay i see the greatness in you mm-hmm. how can yeah. i how can i help you get to your greatness you know what i mean when you don't love people and it's all about you and it's about pride then you're just worried about okay me 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 how can i be better than everybody else but when you truly are a great leader which all the people who have been on our episodes are. That is Mike, Michaela, uh, Josh, Brandon, Thomas, me, um, David, Nathan. There are so many great leaders of who have been on our show, but um, all of them are. And that's because they realize it's not about them. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. And, uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. That was like, I feel like, this this was I think this was it's a great recap, but we also got to dive in a little got dive in a little bit. And so guys, like I really hope you enjoyed this episode. This was kind of something we decided like last night to do. And it's, <laughs> Actually, <laughs> uh, and it, it's this and it, it, it's next morning, and we uh we prep in different ways. Like he is all in his head, and I I have my stuff written out, and like that works and that works for us. And like um. Honestly, it works. It works better than I, I than I initially would think it would work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, guys, I I hope hope you guys honestly really enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, like it. If you whatever five platform, stars. give us a five star review. Whenever platform you're on, Apple Podcast, give us a review on there. <laughs> we don't have any yet, and I know you're there, and I know you're listening. So, give us some reviews and get uh and like let us know what you think. If you're on if you're on Instagram. Share out uh, one of the po- this podcast or any podcast episode that you liked, and tag us in your stories, yes, so, so that we know, so we like, so we can know know who who our fans are, and reach out and and, re- and reach out and uh, thank and thank you. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. <laughs>